Yo, welcome to another episode of When the Smoke Clears Podcast. I'm your boy Sweet Lou. And I'm your boy B Reed. What's good, Reed? Nothing, man. Just out here, man. We missed last week trying to make up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we had uh, a hectic week last week, but we're gonna try to do our best to fulfill your needs this week, man. What we got on deck for today? Man, your boy William Barr said he ain't gotta go to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> hey, subpoena me all you want. Hey, bro, look. Hey, what not? You know what? What he did was he, you know, he he got the Mueller report right. Mm-hmm. All right. He confirmed the Mueller report. You yeah, know, he, he didn't confirm it though. He, he confirmed it though. He confirmed <laughs> it. He said, "Look, man, y'all said Donald Trump was doing some fuckery, but he wasn't. You that, know, what that mean? wasn't all true. Though. It, it, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right or wrong, that's what he said. And he went to court the first time to say that, right? Mm-hmm. But then what what Congress didn't do before he testified, they didn't read over the whole report. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they got the report, they didn't read it, then they let him testify. But then when they went back and read it, they was like, oh, no, nah, bro, you got some questions to answer now, you know what I mean? Plus, it's like whole pages that's reacting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave him, he gave him the skimmed over they version, skimmed you know? Over. So what what they should have done, man, but, you know, that's their fault for not doing their due diligence, man. Look, one thing, bro, if you if you want Trump out of office, you're going to have to work for it. He's not going to give it to you, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to give it up. And he's like I told you, he's got friends, man, so look. Y'all need to y'all need to get on y'all job, man. If, if this is what y'all really want to do, you know what I'm saying? Um, because you got Mueller, you got Barr. They on the same page. Uh, oh boy, um, Mueller and Barr ain't on the same page. They on the, as, far, as far as the report goes, they yeah. on the same page. Now it might have been not the whole report, <laughs> but the report that was released, they on the same page right now. If Mueller want to testify, that's one thing, but they don't want him to. Well, he's scheduled. You got a soft schedule, We going to see. But then, you know, the former White House uh, counsel, uh, Don, I think it was what, uh, his name was Don. Is that the NATO? No, no, Don, Don McVeigh or Don McVeigh or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's the former White House counsel. Now, he, he got the dirt. You know what I'm saying? But he don't work for the White House no more, so it's up to him. He don't have to testify. He can I don't think he will, though, because, you know, that's just kind of bringing up. I mean, that's just kind of putting him in the middle of it where he don't have to be in the middle of it. That's probably why he left in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm telling you, off top, this is this is Mueller's fault, man. Mueller did this whole report. Mueller did this whole report, right. and then he didn't come into any firm conclusion. Okay. Now, what he pretty much said in his report, he didn't say there is no collusion. He pretty much said there's not enough evidence to prove collusion. So that's like saying, that's like saying OJ Simpson is innocent, but we know he ain't innocent. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but that, like I said, that's his fault because Barr took that as in, hey, bro, he said there ain't no, ain't no collusion. Like, he just took it over and said, hey, ain't no collusion. Bro. Hey, but he didn't say that. But he that's said there's not enough evidence to pros- that I feel comfortable I'm prosecuting telling you, though, based on the evidence. Bill Barr took that thing and ran with it and said, man, we could, we good. Close this case. Ain't no collusion. Let's move on. And that's the problem. That you know is the problem. That is a problem. Well, look, man, look. These Because if you look at the report, he, he so the report basically says that Russia tried to work with Trump and his administration. Okay. But they were kind of just too dumb to get it done. <laughs> like, I don't know. What's the dude that got called? Uh, Vladimir? Nah, nah. The, his lawyer. Cohen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Michael Cohen. Yeah. yeah, they got Cohen. Like they, they tried to contact Cohen. Right. And Cohen like emailed back the wrong person. He he thought like one of the dudes he was contacting was like in the State Department of Russia. Right. But he thought it was a bodybuilder dude with the same name. Oh, man. Like it's a bunch of fuckery that went on. I'm that to it tell wasn't you, man. because 
of not a conservative effort to collude. Right. They just wasn't smart enough to get it done. <laughs> so being stupid actually worked in their favor. Hey, man, it did, man. It did look. Well, see, look, with, with the whole Michael Cohen situation, like, the reason why they're, they are trying to say no collusion, man, everything that Michael Cohen brought up was inconclusive. It didn't have anything to do with uh, politics, man. He was just talking about Trump as a person, yeah, he said racist remarks. He did this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? There was no there's no concrete evidence. So that was one witness that fell through. So now what they're trying to say is they're trying to make it seem like all these witnesses just don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And that's how they trying to get that's how they're trying to get it passed. Like I said, man, y'all gotta be on your job, man. If y'all wanna get rid of Trump, man, y'all gonna have to earn it, bro. He's not gonna give it to you. He's sitting in the White House pretty right now, like, man, we chilling over here. Yeah, but I mean, still at the end of the day, I mean this 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 report brought out a lot of stuff. So people, Trump did a good job of painting it towards you know, is it collusion or is it not collusion? Right. So everybody just been focused on that. Is it collusion? Is it not collusion? Is it collusion? Is it not collusion? Right. This report brought out a bunch of other stuff like his lawyers. You right. Know what I mean, there's I a lot of dirt that got pulled from this investigation. There's a lot of dirt around his whole uh, staff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you found out the uh, Stormy Daniels and the payment stuff. Right, they, right. Um, he actually, Mueller, Mueller actually recommended like three or four other investigations that had nothing to do with collusion. I don't right. know if those were money laundering or whatever, but right. he recommended those to the FBI. So there's still some other stuff kind of floating out there that he recommended. Only thing he was looking for was collusion and obstruction of justice. Right. Um, the collusion, you know, they said there's not enough evidence. The obstruction of justice, that was even crazy because there was like no obstruction, but that was just because everybody around Trump didn't listen to Trump. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, they, 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 they kind of, they saved themselves yeah. and saved him at the same time. And he, what I, what I believe that he did was he, he kind of played it down like he didn't know just to see if they were going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because he, you know, he ain't really a politician. Yeah. So when he got in there, he was like, hey, man, I want y'all to do this. And they were like, well, you know, President Trump, is, you can't do that because of this. That. Oh, we can't do that? Okay. All right. And then he just he blatant out some other shit. Like, okay, what do we do this then? Well, we can't do that. And then they, there were some of them that just, re- just refused to take any orders from him at all. Yeah. So basically they saved themselves but saved him in the process. Cause it, it's, you rather, gotta, it's rather genius. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to <laughs> have a smoking gun, though, because, like, he knows what he's doing. But he's playing, he's dumbing it down for them to think like, oh, well, like, I'm not 100% clear if I can do this, that, and third. You know what I'm saying? On the small, on the small shit. Because he's trying to say, well, if I get away with this small shit, then let's see how high we can go. But these people are just smart enough to be like, I'm going to be the first person to go down if we do get caught. So, now nah, I'm cool on that. You know what I'm saying? But, but it's believable because I don't think he actually is 100% sure nah, if you bro, can I'm or trying, if you can't I'm telling you, it. man, like, as, as, much, as much business as he's done, bro, he knows exactly... Nah, business and politics are different. No, Cause, it's the, cause the same way, thing. Nah, nah, because the way you run your business as a CEO is different from the rules and stuff of politics. So as a CEO, he can tell you to do some illegal shit. Like, he can say, Petey, go do that. Well, now, yeah, but, can, that, but that's different, though. No, no, the only difference is, is that as a CEO, he can fire you. That's the point as, that a, yeah, as the president, you he can't fire you. I got you. And stuff like I got that, you. you know yeah, 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 yeah. So I, there's I, only I so you. many people that he can fire and let go in so many different positions True. that if I say do this... 
and you know, now he still let go of a lot of motherfuckers right, that didn't right. do what he said. So he still kind of ran it. But there's some people that you just can't let go because not all those people were like Democrat. Like he's letting go people of his own party. Yeah, of course. Because of course. they don't want to do those things. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I, I'd ride with that though because I'm like this. I, I'd rather get let go now and be safe to, to run again. Yeah. If I got elected once, I'm most likely to get elected again. Or somebody in that organization who knows that knows that I was on the right. Would bring me back, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's better to do that than get brought up with some bullshit charges, you know. Well, what I mean? mean, I think I look at it different, you know. Everybody, everybody's looking at the report like no collusion, they didn't catch him, but it kind of makes you feel like, man, the system, the system kind of worked because he was in there trying to do some sneaky shit, and even though people cared about, um, you know, him staying in office, you know, but behind the Republicans, behind him, right. they still weren't willing to do anything you know, illegal for him. Like, right. they still, the people in his office, no matter what we may think of them, the people surrounding him was still trying to institute the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they was doing their job, and, and that's, you know, we, we respect that. You know what I mean? That's what they need to be doing. Uh, but like I said, man, you got to have a smoking gun, bro. You can't, y'all bring up a whole bunch of cir- circumstantial evidence, you know, nothing that's going to hold weight in court, and that's not the right way to go about it. And if you keep doing this, then now, from here on out, when when they do come out with a report or they do come out with some, the people are going the people who don't really understand what's going on, and are, and especially the people that are pro Trump are going to be like, oh man, they're just trying to you know they're just trying to get him out of there. Ain't nothing real. Like they're not they're going to start start to not believe you, you know. And then when you do finally find something, if you find something. Then people are going to just brush it off and be like, "That's the same shit y'all was doing last year." You know what I mean? But the truth is, you don't know if they found something because of what's in the redaction. So, giving the redacted report to the general public—that's one thing. So that's really what the fight is about right now. Well, the yeah, fight but is it, about what's in that redacted report because that might not have anything to do with collusion, right? And it may not have anything to do with uh, it might not have anything to do with collusion. It might not have anything to do with uh, obstruction of justice, right? Right. But right. it doesn't mean that there's not illegal activity in that well, redacted no, no, report. It's not, but you know, it's. There are certain things they can get you impeached, and some things they're just gonna slap you on the wrist for. You know what I'm saying? But but let's 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 take impeachment out because that's kind of the focus. Right. Because if you take impeachment out and you can just prove that he's a sleazeball, <laughs> be, because the the fact is collusion and obstruction of justice is not gonna change anything in his base. No. And so you're not gonna touch his base. So you got one side who hates Donald Trump, right? And you got his base, right? Right. Then you have some people in the middle, which I don't think any of this stuff is gonna sway them either way because they're you know, economy or whatever. I don't think anything's gonna have to do because you either know you either think he's a piece of shit or you don't. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So this ain't gonna change. But something in that report could change people's mind if it has something to do with him being because think how big think how much um emails sway people. So Americans are funny. Okay. So what actually changes your mind is different for a lot of people. So Hillary lost a lot of votes just because of security. You know what I'm saying? Right. With their emails. So let's say Donald Trump is this, Donald Trump is that, no collusion, no obstruction, but he really is just giving away security clearances. He's not protecting our security. And you can actually hit him on that. That becomes a problem because that really affected Hillary. So what people value is always different. It may not be collusion. It may not be obstruction. People don't care about that. You start saying that he's actually giving people in Russia security clearances and, and stuff like that. And then it's something in that report that they're protecting. That's why Trump doesn't want Barr to go testify. You know what I'm saying? They want people to focus on collusion and obstruction of justice. There's something in that redaction that's different. That's why they're acting nervous. Well, I understand (laughs) that, but at the same time, the Democrats got to come out with a fire candidate because if they got a weak-ass candidate, it don't matter what they see because people are going to look at it and be like, is it going to be worse off 
leaving him in there or worse off getting somebody new in there. Because when <clears throat> I truly think that election should be an eight-year term. And the reason why I say that is because four years is not enough to really make changes that you want to make and see the results. You know what I'm saying? If you if you if you have a president there for four years and then elect another president in the next four years, whatever this president done, we don't know if it worked or not. You know what I mean? So therefore, if the guy the next person that comes in doesn't like that you know the pre, the previous president, then all of his shit is going to go out the window. So I really think it should just be an eight-year term. That's one thing. But like I said, I I agree with what you're saying, but if they don't have a fire candidate, bro, Trump is going to win again because they're going to be like, let's just go ahead and let him finish what he started. He is making positive moves. You know what I mean? Let's see how they, what they develop into. Well, they they think he's doing positive moves. But what I'm saying is this, they want to see what he's going to get into compared to bringing somebody who is not as strong. You know what I mean? Because I, I always had the theory that when uh, – the Democrats and, and Republicans always like skip, you know, years that they want power, powerful candidates to, to to run. You know what I'm saying? Like when when they when they had Barack, yeah, it was kind of like a landslide. Everybody knew, you know, it was just that mindset that Barack was going to win, right? Yeah. So the so the Republicans didn't didn't really have a strong, you know, McCain was cool, but you know he wasn't just like that powerful candidate. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, always one side over the other that is. You know, you can kind of well, you can mainly say this guy's gonna win, yeah. no matter if I like it or not. He's gonna or this woman's gonna win. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that's the case with Trump. Um, I mean, I I agree with you overall, but I actually think there are some strong candidates in the Democratic field. Now, the one thing I disagree, I don't think it should be guaranteed eight because I think it's set up to be eight anyway right now. But it gives you that gap you to make them prove themselves and run again. Right, right. It's really hard to get an incumbent president out of office. Like he has to be doing horrible, oh, yeah, he has right, to mess right, up. Yeah. Like it's hard, and so it's essentially eight. It ain't too many presidents that if you do decent that you don't get the next term because people are hesitant to switch people out of office. Right, right. But, but I, I think it should be the eight because but it's, man, it's like this. It's like this. If you vote for a shitty president, you should have to live with that nah, shit for eight years. Yeah, bro. Nah, yeah, man. That's the only way these motherfuckers gonna learn out here. That's the only way. Only way I I be good with that if we take away the electoral college and you put in popular vote. Because a lot of this shit you think you control and you're not controlling that's with the true. electoral college. So if you're doing, if you're saying that we take away the electoral college and do the popular vote, then I popular vote, then I get with you. Okay. Because you're right. saying he he won fair and square. Fair and a square. A lot of this shit you ain't winning fair and square because the electoral college and you know they don't have to vote. You know what I mean? It's a lot of shady stuff going on that you can't control. So I don't, I don't agree with that. But I actually, like I said, on the uh, far as the Democratic side, I think there's a lot of good Democratic candidates. The problem with the Democratic candidates is they're going to have to, I mean, it's still early, but right. they're going to thin the field down. And I think right now you're looking at Bernie and Biden. That's well, what yeah. it's going to come down to. And then everybody else, I think everybody below Bernie is pretty much fighting to see who's going to make a card as the vice president. Right, right. You know well, see, yeah, and, and I agree because like, I don't like to talk politics this early because man, every, when when people first came, when every when everybody that first come out, no matter you know, no matter what field you were, in, you know, in the governor or whatever, state legislator, but when you come out and you say you're going to run, man, everybody, of course, everybody's excited, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's doing the most, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But as the race goes on, you start to see who really, <clears throat> who really with the shits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And who just in there just to, just to say, oh, I ran, you know what I mean? Get that money. Yeah, get that money. You're right, you right, right. Because, look, because <laughs> they, they look at it like this, well, if, if, if I'm the governor and I don't win, well, uh, 
damn right I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a seat on Congress. You know what I'm saying? Like they got their own interior motives, and, and that's fine. You know, like hey, do what you got to do to get where you need to get. But so I don't like to talk it this early, but I I, I do see Bernie and Biden. However, I think Biden is just. You know, bro, Biden got like a thirty-two point lead bro, out the, I, out I the get gate. You. I Hold get on. you. Hold and on, I, and I think he floated that story about touching women. Because <laughs> you think he put it out there I on think the he floated it. I think he floated it before he ran because it's weird that everybody came out, but like we kept saying, they kept saying, "Oh, but it wasn't sexual. It wasn't sexual. It wasn't sexual. It was just so yeah. it was just this." So I think he floated the story to see how much damage would it do to his numbers, and he's seen that it really didn't hit his numbers. Well, no, because it don't matter unless unless you got a case pending. But you want to float it to see. So yeah. that's the type of news story your campaign floats out there to see, hey, do we take a hit? No. He still dropped through these niggas like Avengers with a 32%. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He still had the biggest opening weekend of any candidate out there, man. Ooh, man I don't know, me, man. Bro. I just, I don't know, man. I, just, I mean, nothing against Joe. I just feel mm-hmm. like most people are going to say, uh, he was in there with Obama. They're going to, they're going to assume that his policies are going to be similar to Obama's, and they're going to be like, "We've already did that story, so you know, we, there's no need to repeat it." Hopefully, he comes out and proves me wrong. But I just feel like that's that's the scenario. I mean, I know he's got the big lead right now, but like I said, it's only the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, and always, like I said, people always start out hot, and Joe is big in the news right now. You know, good. They say good. Uh, any publicity is good publicity. So Trump he's, proved that, right? Exactly. So he's out there right now. So, of course, you know, he started out hot, but I don't know. We'll see if he slows down or not. If he keeps up the steam, you know, more power to him, more smoking Joe. Well, the the problem that Joe is going to have in general, he's going to have a bigger problem in the um, the DNC than he's going to have in the actual election because he's been in the Senate. uh, Was it Congress or Senate? Senate. Senate. He's been in the Senate for like 30 years. Yeah. So his voting record is kind of like Hillary. They got such a large voting record. Where you got him in the sixties and seventies, you know, like <laughs> voting against segregation, right, right, you know yeah, yeah. and then coming back and voting yeah, for it, putting yeah. in criminal laws. And then you got in like the nineties or two thousands where he's voting for like homosexual marriages. So it's kind of all over the place, and it depends on where you want to focus because there's some stuff where you can kind of hit him on, right. but then you show he changed, and then there's this thing about him growing hair back as he gets older. I got a problem with that. He's deceiving the nation. <laughs> he got more hair now than he did twenty years ago. Hey, man. <laughs> You know, it's just the way of the world, man. Yeah, you got low-top gray fade. Look, you know? taking that propecia, bro. <laughs> I didn't even know that was him when they showed those early clips. He had the comb over. But see, like, and but it's 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 a gift and a curse, though, as far as the voting record, what you're talking about. Because if you notice, like, they've been breaking up people in, con- uh, people in Congress and in the Senate that have been flipped, as they call flip-flopping. I don't call it flip-flop. I call it, you know, growing with the times. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Back in the 60s, you know, segregation was what it was. And then you get it, I mean, um, well, I say 50s and 40s. And then, you know, then people, so a lot of people did flip and say, okay, well, we need to go ahead and get this passed. And maybe, you know, they do need their rights and they do need to vote and stuff like that. You know, same thing with homosexuality in the 80s, frowned upon. Now, you know, it's it's live and let live. You know, do your thing. You know, be be gay and be proud. So I don't I don't see a problem with that. But a lot a lot of they're they're trying to target a lot of candidates and saying that you know they're not consistent with their voting. But you shouldn't be though, because I mean, as the world changes, you know, we should have an open mind to see you know where things go. You know what I mean? But the the craziest thing about America is we'll preach all that. We'll preach you know change and that this that and the other. But we really don't allow people to change. 
once you've done something and you see that like say with like a Kevin Hart yeah. or anything like that we say that we accept change and people can change and people grow but we really still don't accept it. you can see a person living a totally different life than they did in their 20s and still bring up Just, tweets or yeah, messages or clips that they said something racist back then like people are allowed to grow and change but we're not accepting of people growing and actually changing because yeah. pe- I mean you're not the same person you don't have the same views that you had when you were 20 that you had when you're like 30 and it was and when you're on twitter man you know everybody on twitter talks out of their ass you know what i'm saying that's just that's what twitter is for it's to get on there and just say outlandish shit just you know what i'm saying it's, it's nothing to be taken personally now there are some people out there you know that really putting their views out there and stuff like that but what i'm saying is everybody everybody at some point in time on twitter has talked reckless you yeah. know what i mean so it's, there's you can't you can't say like oh well we can go back to tweets like what the fuck is a tweet like it doesn't who, who cares about a tweet you know what i'm saying but but you're right though like they'll they'll bring that stuff up in a minute man just to try to you know just depending on what they're trying to do and they're trying to heat them up or cool them off you know yeah. what i mean yeah man I'm, I'm just saying it's all crazy i mean i think Everyone calls like racist or sexist or stuff like that, but it's more like stereotypical type stuff. Yeah. You need to stop saying everybody's a racist or everybody's a sexist. People, people act off of stereotypes, and I know this because the same people that probably says racist or sexist, they get around their friends, and I'm guaranteeing at some point they made some type of thing. racist or sexist remarks, but it's not taking that serious because they know you. So quit judging everybody else the way. Quit judging everybody else differently at a higher standard than you might judge yourself right. if you catch you. Just you know, because just, just because you, you wouldn't say it in public don't mean they can't say it. Yeah, in public. I mean they just probably just saying it. You know what I'm saying? They don't necessarily mean that they they mean it. Now some motherfuckers do mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some some people be like, hey, you get your yeah, ass yeah. get you. <laughs> but sometimes I respect that. I mean, I don't like to be trying to figure out if somebody actually you know racist against Man, me. Man, I, I, I respect you being racist in front, so I know where I stand. But yeah, because like you know, it's it's even more. I, I'd rather you be racist and be upfront and be like, or sexist or hate gays or hate transsexuals upfront, just to let people know like this is where I stand. That's cool because you you have that you have that right in the world to feel how you want to feel. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of popular opinion, yeah, you do have that right. You do have that right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'd rather see that and be like, all right, at least I know because I respect you more because I know where you stand, brother. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being out here shaking hands, kissing babies, saying all the right things. But then, you know, later, you know, a couple years later, you're getting caught on tape or, you know, you you at a party and you on Facebook, you know, somebody on Facebook live and you out there acting a fool. And now we figure out who you really are. You know what I'm saying? It's more, it's more like, how can you say, more deceiving. Yeah, definitely. To, you know, more deceiving like that. I'd rather you be who you are and just come out and say it. And y'all stop telling people that they can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because we fought so hard for freedom of speech. Now y'all trying to take it away with that whole Facebook thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got these public figures that they're saying that are spitting, uh, hate speech. It's not really hate speech. They just, they're just not adapting to the times. They're sticking to who they feel like they are and who they believe in. And that's their, that's their right to do it. It's Facebook's right for taking it down, but it's not hate speech just because they don't agree with, you know, like, um, um, the Milo guy, you know, he doesn't he doesn't agree with gays. He doesn't agree with transgender. That's his right to do that. But it's not spewing hate speech just because he doesn't agree that, or he said because you know one of his biggest statements is that he feels like if a child, uh, if a child says he wants to be, if a child is a boy and decides he wants to be a girl, he claims that is child abuse to let your kid change genders. You know what I'm saying? Now he he says because you know back in the day you had to be you had to go under uh 
psychoanalysis yeah. for like two years. I think it was like two years or a year or something like that to fully make a doctor believe that you feel like you're a woman now and you want to be a man or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Now they're not doing it. Now they're just saying, if you if, you're, if your parents come up and sign a form, you can do whatever you want to. You know what I'm saying? He's against that and he has the right to be against that. But I feel like Hell, I think I'm against that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 odd, yeah, because I don't feel like children have the mental capacity to believe that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they should at least wait until they they should make it to where at least you know they're 18 or 21 or whatever, so they can so their mind will develop more. Because I mean, if you're 14 years old and you're saying, you know, and I'm a boy and I'm saying I want to be a girl, like, bro, like, I mean, you got a lot of emotions and a lot of hormones going through your body, like. You don't know what exactly you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you should make any permanent decisions until... I don't think you should be allowed to make any permanent decisions until you're an adult. Like, you right, shouldn't exactly. be letting kids transition over. Be- because what, what happens What happens when he turns 18? He's like, oh, yeah, I want to transition back. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's just... I don't, I don't know if it happens that frequently. I just don't think I don't, any child should be... I mean, it's, it's, happen- it's happening more and more out here in the, in the community. And the parents have those rights. You know saying? I don't think... Like I said, I just don't think the kids have the mental mental capacity to be like what they want to do yet. Especially at a, you know, if you're under 18, I just don't feel like. I mean, some people don't grow up until they 25, 26, and you yeah. want to make a decision when you half of that. Like it's just, you know, but that's just my personal opinion. But they have the, their parent; those parents have a right to let their child do whatever they want to do, and Milo has that right to disagree with them. But that's not hate speech just because he disagrees, and that's what some people, you know, fail to realize is like just because somebody's not on board with. One thing that you know, th- th- you know, this year and last year is the transi- transsexual movement. They're, they're, you know, changing bathrooms, letting transitions go to wherever they want to, and this, that, and third. All good. I have no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? But just because some people do doesn't mean that they hate all transsexuals. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're just making the point. They're saying they don't want their little boy or girl to go in the same bathroom as a man who is transitioning as a woman. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. But people have to understand, like. Just, just how you have that free right to do whatever you want to, that other person have a free right to disagree with it. D- just y'all disagree, disagree, and keep it moving. It's not hurting either one of y'all's day or any one of y'all's life just because. Because I don't know you over here and I don't agree with what you do. That's not a, you know, so that's not affecting you. Do what you got to do. I'm just letting you know that I don't agree and I'm, I'm going about my business. You know what I mean? Yeah, in general, I mean you're right. I, I think hate speech should um should only be like kind of. I mean, it should be if it's directed to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you're directing it to people that's not asking or you're just going on people's pages, trolling, saying hateful things, that's one thing. But if you have your page right. and you're saying what you want to say. And you got your own followers. You got your own followers. You know what I'm saying? saying? Then you should be able to say. I mean, that's and, it, and, it, and that's the one thing I hate, bro. Like, I hate, like, I don't follow anybody that I don't agree with their views or like them as a person. Yeah. If, they're, if they're a celebrity, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kills me. That people actually follow other people that they dis they true they true truly dislike, just so they can hate on whatever they're saying. Yeah. Like what do you what the hell you got going on in your life that you got time? To, I ain't got time to do that. Oh, there's a lot of people. I ain't got time to do that shit, bro. Be, they make a living doing that. I mean, you know what I'm true, that's but I mean, like, trolls. but it's a lot of people that's just that's like that's just doing that shit just for fun, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I just don't get it. Like, what is like like I said, Facebook had because I mean they kicked off Milo, Louis Farrakhan, like four other people. That's just two I remember off the top of my head. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember Louis Farrakhan ever speaking hate speech. I mean, he he, he speaks about the movement because he, li- he lived in those days where there, where there was true racism and segregation and all that. So he's just speaking to what he knows. 
But but, uh, but it, it depends on the view because that's you're, you're a black man. True. So you don't true. think that's hate. But I don't. But he's never came out and said kill white people or harm them in any way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like not lately. Well, I mean, that's I mean, well back in the day, <laughs> back in the day they, they was fighting the true fight. Though. Yeah, that's a, that's I mean, a different story. I'm pretty sure he said. It yeah, I mean, way. yeah, I'm pretty sure you can dig up some some, <laughs> some messages back in the day. Well, I'm talking about here recently, man. Like I guess I just have a different. Uh, a different understanding of what hate speech is, but hate speech to me well, would the be problem, like, the problem that you get in is that when you do start kicking people off, then you have to start hit, um, hitting some people to be even. You say, oh, well, you kicked him off. Why well, didn't kick him right, off? Right. Oh, you kicked him off because then that's what the trolls do. Now the trolls get involved. Now everybody that's saying anything they consider. So Facebook kind of digs you dig yourself in a hole by doing that. By not allowing people to have free speech, because you kicked them up, kicked them up, kicked them up. Now they're gonna start. Look, well, what about them? What about them? You know, what about them? And mm-hmm. you have to start really looking into what's the what is hate speech, right? Because if you don't really have a formula or a um, diagram for what you consider to be hate speech, right. what considers being kicked off for good, what consider what do you consider being suspended? You know what I'm saying? Right. Then you. You're gonna you're gonna get into trouble. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of shit Trump says shit that could be considered hate speech. You true, know what I mean? True, very true. You know a lot of Republicans, a lot of public figures that that's not Louis Farrakhan who you can get away with kicking off because depending on which race you might think everything he says is hateful. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't agree with the Milo. I don't know who he is, but you know you don't agree. A lot of people don't agree with him. Yeah, very true. So it's easy to kick him off. But what about when people start coming close? You know what I mean? You get, yeah. you get into a sticky situation. Well, yeah, you, you do, but I just feel like I feel like we're running into a situation where I know why Facebook did it. They did it because they don't want a situation like it's going over in London. Because on in London, if you say anything about a transsexual in London, like the police like come to your house and make sure you're not, you know, you're not going to commit terrorist acts and stuff like that. You got you got to read about that shit, bro. It's, it's it's interesting. Like I'm talking about like a sly comment. You could just say. Uh, you know, you disagree with trans uh, transsexual uh, understandings or whatever. You know, what I'm saying police police gonna come to your door, bro, and and really see like, are, are you gonna commit a, a terrorist attack on transsexuals? Do you really hate transsexuals? Like they're trying to, dig, you know, what I'm saying we don't want that over here in America. Bro, is the crime that low over there? Man, they ain't got nothing to do, bro. <laughs> you know it, what I'm saying? Is it that low? But it's it's really happening. It's happening on Facebook. It's happening on Twitter. Like they're really checking for stuff like that to make sure. That nothing like that pops off. I don't, you know, what I'm saying so. I so I see why, I see why Facebook is doing that because they want to give everybody a voice, but at the same time they don't want anybody to get hurt. And I get that, but I just don't consider what they were doing as hate speech, where it was going to go to that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's just you know it's just my public, it's just my opinion, but you know it's just I think they're getting carried away, man, because it's like what you know now everybody's going to rely rely on the news. You know, saying which Trump says is fake, right? Yeah. So, but you're not. But if you start taking people off of there who are spitting real facts, you know, now you're taking that. So now we only gonna listen to this the fake shit that you can that you say is news. Like I just don't get yeah, it, that's man. Dictator type shit. Right, though. right. And we don't but, want that. But I mean, I, I always go back to think about what um, Mark Cuban said when Donald Sterling get, got kicked out. And he was kind of saying he doesn't agree with Donald Sterling being kicked out. And right. people were kind of like jumping the gun. Like, what? You don't agree? You don't agree? Because anytime somebody does something that you consider to be bad, then they expect everyone to be against them. Right, right. But what Mark Cuban was saying is, you're about to take this man's team away yeah. because he said something that you don't like. Right. You have to realize the moral standard that you just put, put down. Right, because right. just because you didn't like that, 
You know what I'm saying? And it's something that everybody can rally around. Yeah. You just set the standard where now anybody that's an owner can say something that people don't like and they can take your team. Take your team and you yeah. never know in five to ten years what somebody's not going to like, yeah. what somebody's not going to agree with, something that is perfectly fine now. It used to be perfectly fine to say the gay slurs that people used to say. They used mm-hmm. say them regularly on public TV everywhere. Right Now right. you can be condemned for it. People are going back and it's affecting people's careers. So you set that standard right. and then that standard changes because it's, it's continually changing right. and then you fuck yourself in the long run. Right, and this, that was the same thing that we talked about a couple of weeks ago with that Laura Ingram segment with the Nipsey Hussle thing, right? Yeah. How it, however, it was super insensitive and she was wrong as fuck for doing it. She don't need to get her sponsor stripped. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't something that, I don't think anything's that bad that you should, well, I don't know. We You never heard it. Until you hear it, you don't know it's that bad. You know yeah. what I mean? But what she said wasn't that bad where she should get her show taken away and her sponsor stripped. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you got to be careful with stuff like that. And how I do agree with, with, uh, with Mark Cuban on that aspect, because if, if the players, what, what Daniel Silver should have done, it was like, this is Adam if, Silver. If, well, Adam Silver. Yeah, I'm talking. I combine David Stern and Adam Silver. Yeah, if Adam Silver uh, wanted what he should have done was told the players like boycott. You know, what I'm saying if you if you feel that strong about this man, you don't want to play for him. You don't, but he, he should have let it happen because that way he has reason to strip him. You know yeah. what I mean? I think they still kind of, kind of use that, that right? But it, but it, but like people didn't see it. Yeah. So so for for the racists and the biggest out in the world who are in business who who have billion dollar companies who probably say the same shit that that uh, he does, you know, the owner from the Clippers who who got his team taken away, uh, they don't you know they don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? And it, it could have been some backlash. Yeah. But if you let them boycott and say. We're not going to play and let them miss about two or three games. I mean, don't let it get out of hand. Let them miss about two games. You know what I'm saying? Let it, let people know that you're serious. Let it get in the news. You're jumping into the NBA party. You're jumping into the sponsorship party. Hey, but, but you, know you got the network TV But party. you got it. But then, but like I said, <laughs> Regional it would have been it would have been justified. And not only that, you would have got him out of there quicker. I feel like it took too long to get him out of there. And he was still trying to fight it. You ain't got no fight when you when your players won't play for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. When they don't show up to the facilities and they don't practice for you, even if you miss one game, you know what I'm saying? You can always make up the sponsorship. Be like, bro, we'll do something for you, you know, down the line. But that that kind of stuff has to happen to justify what you're doing because now you're like, because now Mark Cuban, <clears throat> who hasn't said anything racist or anything like that, but if he has, well, he's he's thinking like, well, shit, if I have one slip, man, I could be gone. Yeah, you know, and that's that's tough, bro, because you work he, you know, all the, you know, races are big as. They all worked hard to get where they at. You know what I'm saying? Well, well I will say though, uh, one thing about Donald Sterling, and this is another problem. We were off on a way on a tangent, right? Right. But but the one thing I will say about Donald Sterling is it was something that was known for like over 30 years, right? That but he it was a racist. But it was known amongst the owners. And- no, it was known amongst the owners, amongst the players. Everybody in the NBA knew Donald Sterling was a racist. Like, when they came out, Doc Rivers was literally coaching for him and told stories about racist things that happened when he played for the Clippers. This was a known thing for over 30 years where all players, all coaches, all scouts, everybody in the NBA knew he was a racist. Right. So when everybody made this huge deal, it was kind of like... Right. I, yeah. I knew he was a racist, yeah, 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 yeah. and I don't even play basketball. All you gotta do is read a couple stories. That's true. <laughs> that's true. So, but as I'm, you know, you got those people out there that doing it for the clout, man. They yeah. don't, they don't do their research, and they just, they just putting their neck out there because oh, he said a racist comment. Let's get him out of there. 
But yeah, we are on a tangent. <laughs> and and on, on a side note, I don't think that Magic Johnson thing was too crazy because I wouldn't want my girl hanging out with Magic either. But that's neither here nor there. You know what I mean? That's neither here nor there. It's still still dating Genie. I didn't know it was still dating Genie. Nah, nah, they gone. Then who you talking about then? No, I wouldn't want my you know Donald Sterling girl oh, hanging out with Magic. Oh, Magic Johnson. Hey, you know Magic got all that cleared up, man. Man, I don't care. Yeah, he ain't messing with you. Know they, they, and he a player. You know what I'm saying? Look, they they, they call him Magic. They, <laughs> the Magic man. Nah. They call him the Magic man, bro. Look, hey, they said Magic had him back in the day, boy. Yeah, he did. You know, Mag- Magic. Magic said it got to the point where two or three wasn't enough. Man, that's bro. You, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he didn't even get turned on by it. It wasn't less. I mean, wasn't more than three. Or four, him and Will Chamberlain went on a tangent, bro. Like, they was they went on a spree, and they wonder why the Lakers can't get no free agents man. now because you ain't got you ain't got Jerry Buss no more. You see what he was doing to his stars, yeah, you know true, what I'm saying? LeBron ain't getting that treatment in LA, nah, she, man. Andrew Bottom got out in LA with uh, <laughs> Dr. Buss, right? And he was never the same, hey, bro. Look, <laughs> the good thing about Dr. Buss, man, like. <laughs> Well, I mean, Kobe is Kobe. He, you know, he's a king of L.A., you know, everything like that. He won five chips. Like, he, the man has the right to, to claim the throne, even though he, he said Le- let LeBron have it. But I get why the fans like that. Because back in the day, Dr. Buzz, if, if LeBron would have came over with Dr. Buzz, Dr. Buzz would have had a press conference, sit out there with, with LeBron, let him know, like, we are the Lakers organization. We, we are bringing in LeBron James. He is a Laker now. We don't want no misunderstanding. But they, they stuff is so messed up. With Genie and Magic and Rob, Pal- I don't even know how Rob Lincoln got the GM spot. Well, Cause- that's because he's Kobe's agent. Well, I know that, but he ain't got no good relationships, bro. Like, I mean, you can't. But he just- had a good relationship with the Lakers. True, but when we talking about Bill, you can't even get a free agent, bro. Like, you can't even get a, a co-star to come play with LeBron. Not, not, not even a a, a regular star. You now, you think you'll get a superstar? Like, you still gotta have. Those relationships, man, because, I mean, it was, the word was out that Rob Palenka was not a pleasant guy to work with. Now, it's cool when you're doing agent stuff, you know what I'm saying, because it's, it's dog-eat-dog. It's every man for itself. You got to, you know, agents get, I mean, uh, players get poached all the time, stuff like that. And when, especially when you got one of the biggest superstars in the NBA, and he, to, had, he had a few more, too, other than Kobe. To that point, though, did you hear the reason why they were saying Magic left? Why? Well, yeah, because of, of the emails. Because of the emails. Yeah, they yeah, talk, yeah, they talk behind his back. Right, right. And hit the CC button. Right. <laughs> that, that wasn't by accident, bro. She was letting him know, like, yeah, hey, CC. See, hey, Rob was know. talking shit. I don't know. She kind of old. You know, you actually type in the name. You know what I'm saying? You type in the, the E. Right. You know what I'm saying? You went, Urban Magic. <laughs> well, the autocorrect is, is a motherfucker, yeah. ain't it? But... You know, she he, still he probably got some email like Real Magic Johnson or something right. like that. He probably yeah. tried to put in the R for Rob when Real Magic. <laughs> <laughs> but she could have cleared that up, man, because all she could have said was, "Look, instead of like, because Magic, Magic stepped down without consoling her, right? Mm-hmm. So, but anybody who makes a move like that, you can kind of see it coming before it comes, even if they don't tell you about it. People, people, if if you make up in your mind at the job." Or anything like that that you gonna leave and you ain't told nobody, bro. Your whole attitude changes. You just like man, because in your mind you like you already left. Nah, so, but then, okay, that's why I said the CC so important. Because if you hit that that night, then you like man, I wonder if he saw it. Because you probably try to recall probably, it, yeah, and you yeah. don't know if it recalled or not. So you trying to wait, like man, you think he saw it? Well, she, the reason why it. the reason why I say I think she did it on purpose is because you know he says he still talks to her every day and he's still part. Of that organization, so he basically doing his basically he doing his job that he was already doing, which wasn't very much because you know Magic is Magic. He ain't trying to be, he, you know, he already owned the team. 
the L.A. Dodgers, so he wasn't trying to he wasn't trying to have no nine to five. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to be in there chilling with the players. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So he's yeah. still talking to him. So what I think she should have did was say like, look, Rob, you go ahead, boom, because you know the president's position is not a you, you don't have to be in the office every day. You know what I mean? You can still be out and about networking. GM is, is who does all the legwork. Well, work. you kind of do. That's that's the problem is they were saying that old school back in the day you didn't have to be in the office. Right. So you could be. That's and that's what and that's saying. what Matt is used that's to. That's what they're saying. That's what that's what he's used to. That's he, what Matt is used to. He knew that back in the day, you know, his president wasn't. But now with the scouting, I mean, basketball is now year round. I yeah, mean, yeah. with the scouting where you're pulling people, you need to go run that stuff by Magic. Right. Run if we need to go see this person. Blah blah. blah. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, but see, Magic could have. He could have. She could have fulfilled his needs by saying, "Look, Magic, you take control over the scouting." Therefore, he's not in the office. He's actually traveling doing teams. The way he can do is extracurriculars. Because that's all this all was about. You know, imagine what I do. You don't know no talent, man. man. You don't know no talent, <laughs> man. Look at that roster, man. Not hey, bro. He, no he gave him what LeBron wanted, man. man. It ain't no talent, man. He gave him what LeBron wanted, man. Yeah. But, you know, Lakers is a, what? How much Lakers worth? Billion? I don't know. They worth nah, they worth more than a billion. Well, I'm the not Clippers just not just eight billion. I'm like billions, probably like what, yeah, 40, I mean, I would 40, say, 50 billion? Nah, nah, not about four or five billion. Because the Clippers got sold for two billion. They was evaluated like one point two. Yeah, yeah. And the Clippers got sold for I think two, two something. Yeah. Uh, Nick, they worth four now though. The Clippers worth four. Yeah, they're worth well, four. Now. I couldn't be worth four because uh, unless the I thought they said the Knicks were worth five, and I know they ain't more popular than popular than the Knicks. Right so, now they might, bro. I mean, look. Nah, you know, you know that that dude owned Madison Square Garden. Um, Knicks is the most profitable organization in the NBA, even losing for the last twenty years. Well, no, James Dolan owns Madison Square Garden, or the Knicks own Madison Square Garden. Nah, James Dolan. But I'm saying the Knicks are still the most. Profitable well, they, well, yeah, but you can't NBA combine franchise. them two because if, if James Dolan just own it, you can't put them two together. I don't know. I know the team that the valuation. Knicks, and the I Madison know Square that Garden the Knicks, valuation. but I mean that's a big deal though because they're not. They're not that stadium is like paid for, paid whatever, for you know yeah. what I'm saying? They ain't it's been there for a while, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's that's profitability. I know they're the most they're the highest value NBA franchise. Okay. Is okay. is the New York Knicks. New York Knicks so Knicks. whatever else everybody but I would have to think that the Lakers would be second. They got they gotta be the one thing Even about over the, Boston. They one thing about second. the Knicks though, bro, like they they fans is real, bro. Like no matter how sorry the Knicks are, fans still gonna come. Like yeah, you, you never see empty seats. In the next game, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll see Miami game if they ain't playing nobody, have the stadium empty. Yeah. You ain't gonna ever see that in New York. Nah, you ain't never gonna see that because New York is. I would say New York is a basketball town. I mean, it's not a football. You got the Giants, but you can see the Giants and the, the Jets, Jets stadium empty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People like love the Giants, like the Jets, but you can see those stadiums empty. Even, even though the Jets gonna be, they're gonna be hard this year. Man, they be high. They gonna, oh, man, they gonna win about ten, man. So man, they, speaking of you know politics and such, the one thing that is bipartisan is that all these candidates, even Donald Trump, think that Amazon has an antitrust issue and that's been going on for years. Man, look, what do you think about Amazon out here killing the market, man? Jeff Bezos back at it again, man. Look. <laughs> hey, when, you can, when you can settle for $36 billion and still be cool and be like, right, I ain't, right. ain't, ain't nothing. Right. He said $36 billion in his ashtray in his car, bro. You know, what, bro. You know um, what I'm saying? Look, they got... A fire plan, man, and I don't think they have antitrust issues. I just think that Amazon is just one of its kind. We have never seen anything like this. The way that he took over and started out as only selling books to now selling pretty much everything you want in the world. You know what I mean? And there's no competition. 
he's pretty much bought all of his competition. You know what I mean? Like, it, they just never seen it before, so they don't know what to do. They they have to assume that he's doing some, Bro, some just, shady shit. You just said that he has an antitrust issue because you just said he has no competition. What? But, that's the antitrust that's issue. That's not his. <laughs> you know, how is that his fault that he bought all his competition, <laughs> that bro? Ain't, that ain't the problem. The problem is that's the whole point of antitrust is that you're not supposed to be able to buy all your competition. <laughs> hey, yo, you he, break that he hot day night. What you mean? Nah, you got to break this shit up, man. <laughs> You know, it's man. funny, too, because, man, Walmart <laughs> tried to do this a couple of years ago, and they failed miserably because they could have been the first – well, actually, Sears could have been the first Amazon, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> Walmart – I ain't talking about Kmart and Sears. Bro, look, hey, bro, Sears came out with the first catalog, bro. They could have been They could have been Amazon before Amazon, but they got away from that and started selling only appliances with they dumbass, and now they out of business. Hey, hey, appliances was hot back then. Man, I don't man. care, bro. When you was reaching every – because you, I think – the first catalog, Sears came up with the first catalog, bro. It was reaching everybody. You know, you know. Because the, their catalogs were free. Yeah, they didn't have no subscription. Yeah, you you know got to let people know, like, everybody ain't as old as you, man. Oh, well, my, my bad, my bad. like the internet before the internet. Yeah, yeah. You know well, what like, saying? back in the, well, it was even before I was born. I, I yeah, just know about it. But see, yeah. back in the day, probably, what was it, about 70s, 80s? Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was the internet before the internet. Okay, so. The, that was online shopping before online right. shopping. You used to get a, used to get a free catalog. For Sears, they when when they first started typing in, uh, when they first started doing zip code research, yeah, you start to, when Sears first started doing zip code research. You know how when you go into uh, a Walgreens or a Petco and they say what's your zip code, they want to know who was hitting their store from what zip codes. So back in the day, Sears did that zip code research and was saying, well, oh well, let's come out with a free catalog so customers who don't get up here often. If they're from a zip code that's probably 30, 40 minutes away, they can get they can get our catalog and see what we have new and what specials we have going on and stuff like that. So that's how Sears really got its rise. You know what I mean? From everybody else, they kind of got separated from everybody else because everybody else is only getting that store traffic. And they kind of went out on a whim, and it really worked because at first they started doing newspaper ads. And then once they seen the newspaper ads were popping, then that's when they came out with the catalog. So basically, the catalog was online shopping before we had the internet, mm. you could get, you could look through this magazine, and they had a one eight hundred number at the bottom. You could call that one eight hundred number and order pretty much anything you wanted. And I don't know how they did shipping back in the day, but you got your product though. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm long. saying. So, but like getting finger hut jewelry, right? Exactly. <laughs> but then when the nineties hit, they started doing. They just mainly turned all their stores into appliance stores. So they had washers, dryers, you know. Lawnmowers, stuff like that. It's also because the catalogs were hitting big too. Well, yeah, the catalogs hitting big, and, and their competition started getting with catalogs. But they, what they should have done was take the next step and try to find a way to get on the internet. But they didn't do that. They just went away from the whole catalog persona altogether. Yeah. So like, every, I don't think the internet the internet didn't get big until like the even in the early two thousands, it was still like yeah. But know, what like, but what I'm saying is is that if they already had the model. They should have just transferred. They should have been the first. They should have been the first ones to put a website up, and they wasn't. They once they once they seen that they were bigger than everybody else, they went away from. They went away from that. But in their defense, they was already failing by that time. (laughs) Pretty much, I think what they they uh, that Kmart buyout was like. 99, yeah, 2000, 99, 2000. By the time Kmart, they lost, yeah. they bought Kmart. It really, uh, it really affected them because all those major brand deals. That's what you know. That's one of them unintended consequences that they didn't think about. Is partner with Kmart. They had a good idea of thinking, right. you know, I partner with Kmart. Then theoretically, yeah. that means that Jordans can now be sold in Kmart. 
That means that Calvin Klein or right. Polo can now they have those contracts. Yeah. So they all pulled their contracts because Jordan do not want to see his brand in Kmart. True. So they lost a bunch of contracts because even um even appliance brands. They, the main appliance brands right. didn't want them to be cutting their prices by getting in the Kmart. Well, see, what, what, what they did or they didn't do is separate their stores. They should have separated their stores and said, this is an appliance. They did it later on, but it was already too late. Yeah. What they should have did at first and said, because, you know, when, when, when Jordan said, hey, I'm going to pull my contract, they'd be like, hold on, we're, we're building a model where we only have... You know, retail stores kind of like the dealers and the Macy's. But they should have had separate contracts, even. Well, that's what they should have yeah. did. So whoever came up with that catalog idea, I don't know where the hell he was at, but they should have found him and be like, "Hey, bro, what else you got for us on the tank?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he had he had the right idea. But basically, when that fell through, what when that fell through and then they fell off, everybody else took their model and ran with it, and that's what Amazon is doing. Amazon started out selling books and then realized, oh, well, we can sell pretty much whatever we want to. And just started out buying buying failed company products. Yeah. Then got big enough. Well, then just started taking over the market share. You know what I mean? So they started lowering their prices so they could gain more market share. You know what I mean? And that's that's you, com- you put it kindly. Just started lowering their <laughs> prices. No, they started cutting their prices where they know they were taking a loss. And when they're knowing they're going to take a loss, nobody else can compete with them. But it doesn't matter because they own AWS, which is basically they sell server space and cybersecurity. They make $17 billion a year off of just selling space like land on the Internet and cybersecurity. Over 50% of Internet websites go through AWS, which is owned by Amazon. That means that whoever tries to compete head-to-head with them is going to get crushed because at any time they can drop the prices to where they're not even profitable. He, he brags about that. Well, yeah, he did because he did. that's how he did uh, diapers.com. Yeah. He did diapers.com. If y'all don't know about diapers.com, diapers.com did a contract with uh, with Amazon, but they didn't want to, uh, I don't know if they didn't want to agree with their uh, negotiation terms or whatever. So the the the, 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 the they didn't work together, basically. No. But what? So what Jeff Bezos did? He was like, "Well, fuck it, we gonna we gonna sell all diapers for a dollar a pack." You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and put them out of business, and then bought them. You know yeah. what I mean? So that that is fucked up. But at the same time, though, he's not doing anything different than uh, what any company does that takes your information and sells it to a creditor. Man, like he just basically he already has. The platform to grab to gather the information, so yeah. it's not antitrust. He just put two Bro, companies together. Though. AWS gathers your information, right? So that means that either you have to sell to Amazon. So if you don't sell to Amazon and put your stuff on Amazon, Amazon Prime, then you kind of have no chance because they're gonna cut you either way. Right. But at least on Amazon, when you pull up the search, I got a chance to get my name value. So you might see Beats headphones mm-hmm. and whatever Amazon has. So you might still say, you know, what? I like Beats though because it's Beats. Right. If you don't do that, that AWS is going to figure out your bond half. They're going to see who the hottest person selling headphones are. And then post they that gonna, customer. They're going to get that. They're going to make those headphones. And then now you ain't even going to have to look for them anymore. And you, right. They're going to sell your stuff. And they're going to run you out of business. That is the definition of antitrust. <laughs> you cannot do that. Well, well look, they got, they got that drip marketing now, though. <laughs> so isn't that the same thing? Because basically what they're saying is if you search for something with drip marketing, if you search for something, then that's going to pop up on all your platforms that you that you visit for five days. Who on, who does the drip marketing thing? Uh, I don't know who does it. It don't matter. I bet you. I bet you they under AWS. And I bet you. I bet you Amazon getting a piece of that too. Oh man, I don't know, man. Look, 
But what I'm saying is over 60% of activity on the web, people pay them for space, so they compete directly with Netflix, right? Okay. Because they have Amazon Prime, they do the streaming service or whatever. Yeah, but nobody really fucks with Amazon Prime. Hold on, it don't matter. Because Netflix is on AWS. So even though they're competing, they're still on AWS. <laughs> they own everything on the web. Hey, bro. But you know, they're gonna make. I don't know. Maybe they'll make the classic mistake like Walmart. did and I was saying this earlier. What Walmart used to do is they used to take. They used to go to small towns, right? Mm-hmm. Small towns that only have a Harps uh, or you know a CVs, Marvins, you know smaller grocery stores, right? They would put a small Walmart in there. They uh they would go in there, they would lower their prices, you know, milk is a dollar thirty, eggs is eighty-eight cents, bread is ninety-five cents, what you know, et cetera. Put try to put them people out of business and raise their prices up. So I guess how they fucked up though is that when uh when those places left, they they raised their prices up. So now they're more expensive than anybody else yeah, ever was. A little higher. Yeah, a little bit higher. So then, you know, that pissed people off. So now those people are like, Well, I won't go to Walmart, I'll just rather Go across town and go, you know, and and go to a store that's going to be loyal because I know their price is going to be the same every day. Because when you go, for, if you get used to a dollar thirty milk, because you know milk every, you know, the average price of milk is what four fifty, yeah, five dollars. You I get used to milk. The, huh? I don't drink milk. Oh uh, well, you know, I drink that. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, the Homewood cream. Yeah, it's it's fresh. It can come fresh from the fresh from the uh, the farm. Like you, know, you don't like it? I don't like it. Oh, man, look, I ain't processing nothing. Shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boy, just good old thick cream, yeah, boy. Like anyway, when you get used to a dollar thirty milk, man, shit, I'll be pissed off too, man. Because, you know, especially when you got kids, bro. Like, if you got more than two or three kids, and you rely on that dollar thirty milk. You know what I'm saying? But then when it get jacked up to $5, dollars you like, well, damn. Like, you know, I thought I was going to be saving money by coming here. However, you know, so Walmart could have been doing the same thing, but they just didn't. They didn't want to take no loss, though. Well, I mean, but that, that's that's kind of how how these businesses are. Is I mean, everything's like that. If you you ever look at that, what um, something on the A A and E history show, the men who built America. Yeah, yeah, it's just a natural transition like that. You have something. It doesn't matter what it is. Well, you're gonna keep doing what you're doing, what you've been doing to be profitable. Mm-hmm. It's it's seldom someone that sees something as innovative as the internet and make that big jump. Right. So what Walmart did is something that they built their whole business model. Go into little towns, you mm-hmm. know, outbid them to all the local businesses, go out of business, and boom, I control that little town because ain't nobody else will ever come in and beat right. us in prices. Right. If you do put another store, we'll just lower the prices again. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy because that's the exact thing that Amazon is doing. But Walmart... But they're not has, raising their prices, though. They're keeping them They're keeping them low. Because that's, that's only because, for one, they have... It's, it's like saying, like, Walmart's doing that, but they still have the overhead of the stores. They still yes. have the stores. They have the overhead of the employees. So while Amazon does have stores and buildings and distribution centers, they, really got they distribution don't have centers. a lot of stores. Right. They have distribution centers that they set up for delivery. Yeah. They have the employees in this. Well, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to have that for product. True. They don't have stores, so their price is automatically lower. Yeah. You're on the Internet, which could charge, but they control the Internet because they, have, they make $17 billion off this Internet space True. on AWS. Yeah. So they're built up to be profitable if they sold every product on there for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like they're probably still at 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 worst they break even for the year. That's right. at seventeen billion that they get. That's a lot of money to be making just off of server space. So when you do that, anything you sell is extra. So it's it's no way that Walmart can compete with that if they're still gonna have actual stores. Right. Nobody that has actual stores can actually compete with that. True. You know what yeah, I, mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's why 
They have a they have an antitrust problem. Somebody can step in, man. Look, and, man, look, and they started out they started out on the internet. They never went from a store to the internet. But the problem is is that if they if we if people still keep allowing them to do that, they're gonna take over. And eventually when they really take over, prices are gonna go up. That's the problem, because like you said, that Walmart go and they took over these small towns, mm-hmm. and then once they didn't have any competition, then their prices went up. Only reason Amazon prices hasn't went up yet. It's because they still have a little bit of competition. Well, Walmart is... is yeah, that's yeah, Walmart's Walmart, that little yeah. bit of competition yeah. that it's they It's that have. one store they can't yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah, I got you. They got can you. beat them, but, you know, they, you know what I'm saying? They can kind of compete. That's the one... Th- if Walmart goes out of business, we're in trouble. If Walmart and Target goes out of business, then America in general, we're in trouble. Well, I don't think they can go out of business, though. Because, they can. Everybody can go out of business. I mean, everybody can go out of business. What, what I'm saying is, I don't think In the think 90s, they, you didn't think Sears could go out of business. Man, I thought I knew Sears was going to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, when you take away... Because you got to think, in the 90s is really, as far as me seeing... Because, you know, I was an 80s baby, 90s kid. Seeing high-profile brands... Mm-hmm. That's when I really started seeing them, you know, saying because when the with the rappers in the '90s coming out with the Gucci and the Prada and stuff like that, right? Places like Dillard's and Macy's, they got that stuff. At least, you know, what I'm saying, and when you don't adapt with those times and you start focusing on appliances, you know what I mean? That's taken away from the future that's coming into your store. You gotta admit those. You got you gotta agree with this. Those people that buy, you know, there's there's old people and there's young people. All you know, everybody's gonna die at one point in time. So if you only focus on the old people, when they go out, you go out. And that's what happened to Sears. They yeah. they were focusing on appliances and furniture and stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? And yes, at that point in time when they started doing that, they were hot. But they didn't adapt with the times. So when they you don't adapt with the times, then you about to go out. And then they tried too late to get everything else up with the internet and everything else. By that time, it was already too late because you had already closed down. I mean... They, Bro, what you need the internet for when you got that good picture studio? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Take them good family pictures. Nah, that's J C Pitties, bro. Oh, that was yeah, that's J C Pitties. I thought Sears had it too. They might have had it, bro. In the malls, Sears you know J C Pitties. J C Pitties, they had the, the hair salon, the picture studio. They was catering to everybody, bro. Hey, bro, my grandma used to go to J C Pitties religiously and get her hair done, bro. Used to be on both corners, on both corners, bro. Like go over there, look at them kids, cause I'm gonna be over here real quick, get my hair done. Hey, they take they both take. Twenty five percent of the mall. Man, look, and look when you when you walked in there, when you watched Jason Pitts, all you smelled was that that perm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That little <laughs> curling irons, man. Them, them hair dryers, perfume counter. Right, <laughs> hey, they they was hey, they was killing them old ladies, boy. All right, man, let's get into this. All right, man, if y'all if y'all ain't seen Game of Thrones, the last two episodes, there will be spoilers. If you ain't seen Avengers Endgame, if you ain't seen the, if you spoilers. ain't seen no if you ain't seen Avengers Endgame, you ain't no fan. So I don't care about spoilers to you. Bro, they done pulled in $2 billion over the past yeah, two weekends. If you crazy. ain't seen it, what you been doing? What? Ain't nothing else been out, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, you would be a fool to open up the same day as yeah. Avengers, bro. Yeah, man. Hey. So what do you think about the movie overall, man? Avengers, man. I loved it, man. I like I like the culmination of it. I like everything that happened. I mean, everyone was kind of, you know, everybody. Now, I will say the whole, I'll get into this, but the whole time travel shit, mm-hmm. that was, it was way off. Okay. It was it was way off, but the new Spider Man Homecoming trailer made me understand why, what direction they were going in, because they were wrong, because it, it was way off. <laughs> well, yeah, well it, it was way off because if, if you've seen Ant Man, their their definitions of the time was flipped. Yeah, Ant Man was like 
oh, when I was over there, it only seemed like five hours, but yeah. here it was five years. They flipped it and said, oh, well, when you here, it's only a couple of minutes when yeah. you're over there. Said, said, I'm a, I'm... And then there's a little thing when he was, uh, when Scott, when they were practicing, yeah. and they were sending Scott back and he was changing from like a baby Maybe and stuff. Yeah. If you listen to what the Hulk said at first, he said, I'm going to send you back last week and you're going to walk around. Didn't he say you're going to walk around for like a week? Yeah, he and said come back. for a minute and come back. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so he kept flipping them back. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So it was all off because the, the concept of what they were saying is if you go back in the past, that past becomes your future. So your future can affect your past. Right. Which makes sense. Right. But if I'm from the past, I mean, if I'm from the past, if I'm from 2014, mm-hmm. And then I travel to 2023, and then I die in 2023. That means that I never existed in 2015, 16, 17, 18, or 19. <laughs> right, right. So they didn't explain that. So them going back in the past, they explained how going back in the past, them doing whatever they do did, yeah, yeah. that it won't affect the future. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But what happens when Thanos and his whole army comes from 2014 to the present? Right, right. Dies. That means that they didn't exist from 2014 to 2019, which means the snap never happened. But what? But hold on. But this, isn't that what they did though? Because Thanos came in from 2014. For 2014, right? So, but if you remember though, at the end, Captain America took everything back and put it back where it's supposed to. He so, didn't put Thanos back. Well, no, he didn't put Thanos <laughs> back. But I'm saying he put the stones back yeah. where it's supposed to. So, in, in actuality, what what they did made sense because when he jumped into 2019. And they killed him. He didn't exist back then, so therefore, when they put the stones back, he wasn't he wasn't going to get all all six of them. Nah, that's way off. Nah, bro, you, <laughs> so, you so, just said the same thing. No, no, no. See, because yeah, man. See, because the stones. If you remember when he talked to the chosen one, okay, the the chosen one or the ancient one, she specifically said the stones are like placements in time. Right. So if you move the stones, then they create branch realities. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it was so important to take take each stone back and put them back to cut off each branch reality that they create. Uh, so you. that's that's totally different from people. So the stones are the only thing. They were basically saying the stones are the only thing that can affect reality if you take them, put them in 2014, 2015, because then that means that they didn't exist over that time period where they may have needed those stones. So whatever they were used for, like Doctor Strange or whatever, they didn't exist, so reality could be drastically altered. So that's why they put the stones back. And even even that makes sense. Yeah. Them going back in the past and coming back, makes that sense. makes sense. Right. The part that doesn't make sense and they didn't explain was somebody from the past like Thanos. Because that that's not in any structure that they talked about. Because when yeah. Thanos comes from 2014 and he dies in 2023, he didn't die in 2019. That's five years, 2024. Because he snapped in 2019, they advanced like five it five years. years. That's right. So yeah, it's right. 2024. So right. he came 10 years in the future. Right. So therefore, like, so that's what I'm saying. So therefore, if he came in the future and he said he didn't exist in 15, 16, 17, blah, 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 then it makes sense because when they kill him, he doesn't exist. They take the stones back. He can't get the, all the stones. No, he, he still gets them because they take the stones. They don't take them to 2019. They take the stones back to 2014, 2013, so he still could have got them. Because the stones in 2019, he destroyed them. He had them in 2019. They didn't take them back to 2019. They took them to 2014. Yeah, but the girl, when she switched, the blue chair, I can't remember her name. Yeah. When she switched with her, her person from the past, she brought Thanos, though, from 2015. 
no, she brought what she brought him from 2014. Yeah, yeah, that's what's but up. that's what that's what I'm saying. So if Thanos dies, it's Thanos from 2014 dies right in 2024. Right? How the hell could he ever snap in 2019? But that's what I'm saying. They're just trying to fix what he done in the past. No, but they never un they never un- they did the- they undid the snap by snapping because right. otherwise. When he came and they killed him, like all that stuff doesn't exist. Like they undid the snap, they they re by him snap by um Hulk snapping. So that means when Thanos came from twenty fourteen to twenty twenty four, Hulk had already snapped. That's why everybody came back. They didn't come back because Thanos died. The snap still happened, right? But then they <laughs> killed Thanos, so therefore it's done. I don't know. <laughs> you got me confused. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Are you sure not? It's a movie. But it's good, though. It's, it's, good, it's, a good, movie. it's good movie. I'm just saying I have a problem hey, with you, that. You kind of had me shook, though, because you was like, man, they ain't going to do the battle. The battle going to be the first 15 minutes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, if I watch this whole movie and they don't have a big-ass battle, I'm going to whoop the shit out of Beatty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. I knew, that, I knew the battle was going to be. They all they had said, like, everything you see in the first clip was from the first 30 minutes. Right. Then they actually put out some wrong leaks saying that, you know, he died, you know, Mr. Death brought right. him back. It wasn't none of that. Yeah, well, none of that. Yeah, they were trying to just get people off the scent. But I would have rather they did that. Like, I would have rather they did all the other time travel getting the stones mm-hmm. and they had Mistress Death bring him back in um, 2024. Oh, like, okay. let him be dead from 2019 to 2024 and then bring him back in 2024. So, you, you want to say, like, the snap killed him too? No, I want to say at the beginning, the same thing when Thor came, Thor chopped off his head. He died. You know what I'm saying? He's at peace. Even when he saw himself in the past and he saw, he's like, oh, that's fulfillment. You know, he wasn't tripping. He wasn't tripping. So, so, okay, if that's the case, then let him die. Then bring in Mistress Death. Have Mistress Death bring him back, you know, to try to stop Ah, it. You know what I'm saying? And that way. Stop them from going back in time. Yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Or when they come back, stop them from trying to snap it or something like that. That way you don't have this confusing shit of him dying you know, ten years later. Yeah, but you yeah. got you got to think, man. They probably been they've been plotting everything so far ahead of time. That's why they fucked up. With what? That. But they <laughs> didn't though. They made two billion. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I'm, you I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. I'm looking into it too deep. I don't even know if that two billion even covered. I mean, if you if you stayed and watched the credits, boy, I mean, it had to be. 25,000 people working on this damn yeah, movie, man. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> between the visual effects and, and all that, I mean, it was a lot of names. Well, you know, they, they, they shot both of them together. So yeah. so that's got to be, like, the longest movie, movie in ever, history. Yeah. They broke it up. Six but it's hours? six hours yeah. long. If you watch both those movies together and let them really go together like they're supposed, that's a six-hour movie. Yo, but, hey, it would have been dope six hours, though. Yeah, they because, because they look, if you if you... You can't tell me that you wouldn't sit there and watch that whole six hours Man, because that'd be long, bro. Bro, it is. But look at this though. When because everything is going good at the end, because you because if you don't know that it's going to end the way it end with half of people disappearing and stuff like that, like are you watching it and you thinking like, oh, they about to kill Thanos, you know what I'm saying? And then he snapped and it had the people disappear. You like, oh shit! Like I then you get that second win, you know what I mean? And then another thing, the problem would be. Uh, you'll be missing kind of Miss Marvel. They put that gap in yeah, there. Captain Miss Marvel. Captain yeah. Marvel. So yeah. I mean, but now now you don't have you don't need it. Yeah. But that gap would have kind of been missing. That's true. That's true. I I do think that Captain Marvel they played it right by doing like that because uh, it kind of showed you like because everybody was wondering who that who uh, Nick Fury was calling and then two it kind of you know, Captain America uh, Captain Marvel they did it good because they showed her origins showed what she could do. Didn't put too much into it. It was it was real simple, understood, 
And then now they kind of bled into the okay. Now the end game starts. You know what I mean? If so maybe, could. so maybe they should have did the Captain because the Captain Marvel movie is probably going like an hour and forty five. Yeah, you know but they I mean? could they could probably like if you were to do say like I want to put this six hours in IMAX, mm-hmm. you could probably cut up the end of Captain Marvel mm-hmm. to make it look like a Nick Fury flashback or something. So then when he drops it. You know it's him, so he yeah. can just be a little piece in that movie True. to transition it out. Because it's just a little piece where she hands him back to Beeper. Yeah, yeah. You know, understand that. But, man, overall, I liked the movie. I was also disappointed when uh, the uh, Professor Hulk, you know what I'm saying? They didn't really have Hulk fight in either of the two movies. Hulk really didn't get no business. He had yeah. he got his ass whooped. And he, really, he didn't want to come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't want to come out. Then he turned to Professor Hulk. He messed up his arm. So he really didn't even get to avenge himself. They really made the Hulk look weak, man. Well, no, nah, they just made him... A man, you know what I mean? Like they made him, man, they made him regular. Up. They made him regular because now, because no, that whoop like that, not avenge yourself when your whole thing is getting mad and trying to fight. Bro, like, if you th- if you look at it though, it was half, it was half professor, half the Hulk. So we got the sensitive ass professor, and you got the Hulk. You know what I'm saying? They put him together, man. Like he can only get so mad. I don't like it. I, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Cause, I don't like it because I like I liked it in uh, was it? I watched Age of Ultron. The other day, where he was like, "That's the, that's the secret." I'll, I'm always yeah, angry. You know what I'm saying? He just, that should they should have kept it like that. You should have you know? let him fight. You cannot have Hulk and then Hulk don't fight. But he did fight a lot in Ragnarok, though. That thing got nothing to do with Endgame. Just he fighting the, the the biggest opponent that they've ever faced, and you telling me that Hulk get whooped once. And then he don't yeah. want to come out the whole movie. True. Then they don't really explain that. He turns into Professor Hulk. Yeah. And then in Professor Hulk, he's more of a scientist. He's more Bruce Banner than Hulk. That's the true. whole movie. He's more I, I Bruce wish, Banner. Like, they should have... You know what? They had too much Iron Man for me. Like, they should have... It should have been Captain America, Thor, and Hulk fighting Thanos. It should have been Hulk going head-to-head. All right, he get knocked down. Boom. Then, then you come in with Captain America and... And uh, and Thor, like they had too much Iron Man for me. Like I know they felt bad because Iron Man died and whatever. Yeah. But but no, nah, they had bro. to set it up. No nah, man, I don't like that man. And they didn't have enough Captain Marvel. You you set up Captain Marvel to be all this super overpowered, right. running through ships, and the only thing you used her for was a run through a ship, basically. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? When she really did get head to head with him, she got knocked out with the power stone, and boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They set up all these people to be so powerful, and I understand. But, but you know, but you know what it is, man. It was just too, it was too big of a fight, and they just didn't have time, time to. Uh, they were trying to highlight. They were trying to highlight the originals, right? Yeah, that's all it was. And what, but what, but what they should, original. But what they should have did was, they should have calmed down. The uh, it's like it, it took too long to figure out the time travel. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they could have left some of that out. They could have left some of that out and made more time for the fight because yeah. you really didn't get to see... Because, like, like you've seen, like, all the Black Panther people, but you really didn't get to see none of them fight. You know what I mean? You didn't get to see... Uh, you didn't really get to see Black Panther that much, and then you you didn't really get to see Ant Man. You know what I'm saying? Like Doctor Strange spent his whole time handling water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like he should have been in, on the mix, too. It's like... And it, they just waited too long to to do all that. Like they should have, they could have cut out the part where Captain America was going to the the uh, the meetings and shit, trying yeah. to co- you know. They could have cut out that, you know. Let's just get the business, man. Like we, you know, we, we know what we hear. Yeah, folks. yeah, exactly. Like if if you if you ever watched like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, that third movie, yeah. they about that action, yeah. boss. They ain't look. We we explained all that other stuff in the first two. We about yeah, to get action. You had about two hours. Take out an uh, hour and a half. Well, yeah, you take out the first 30-minute battle mm-hmm. or the first battle. You take out that little battle, and you're probably 
an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes of just build up. Just and build up, just, yeah. You know, the adventures, the time heist part. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have a problem with the time heist, but the time heist part should have been about an hour. Yeah, it should have been, you know been about a smooth been about hour. hour. Smooth hour. And then, I mean, I did like the, the, the Iron Man. He got to meet his you know dad and stuff like that. I did, I did dig that part, you know what I'm saying, because of, you know, what happens to him and all that. But they could have cut out a lot of that other stuff and just got stuck. Like I said, man, when you're watching them Hobbits, them, them uh, in uh, the well, Lord of the Rings, yeah. hey, about that action, boss. Yeah. Like that third, because like you say, the first movie, slow. Second movie is half and half, half action, half story. That third, all all action, boss. We we already told you about the other stuff. We about to get to it. But uh, I enjoyed it, though, bro. I hate to see that it ended. Um, I have I have seen the Spider Man trailer. I haven't seen the extended trailer though, so I gotta watch that. Yeah, the, it, it the extended trailer it kind of brings in everything because it kind of just to me I ain't seen the movie yet, but it kind of makes me think that they're gonna say, well, all this shit we thought about time travel's wrong. We really fucked it all up. Bro, okay, you know what I'm okay. saying? Because they bring it in the multiverse, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when they bring in the multiverse, they were supposed they were trying to go back and put the time stones in the exact spot so it don't break up. Right. But they don't show it, so obviously that didn't go as planned. Right, right. Loki right. stole the space stone. You know what I'm saying? It disappeared. Obviously that causes something. Yeah, then yeah. you had three. They said that that snap is like the most powerful thing that ever happened on Earth. You had three of those happen in five years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, did. you know what I'm saying? So who do you think is, is the next people on deck? Because you know it was it all started out with Iron Man, Captain America. They're gone now. Yeah. You know what I mean. So what, who do you think is the next people to be the franchise? Well, they because they because they're going to continue. Yeah, I mean, you know it, I mean it looks like they're definitely building Spider Man up. They build Spider Man, which, which is he's probably like the second or third most popular. Avenger. I would say um, Spider-Man is the most popular. You think so? I, I mean, because if you think, think about movies that's been made, uh, Spider-Man is like Batman. Like, you might think Superman's Superman's popular, cool, but you yeah. always make Batman movies. It's been true. like 12 Batman movies. It's been like, like 12 Spider-Man Batman movies. movies. You that's know true, what I'm saying? Well, like, I didn't know. Actually, I'm glad they waited so long on the Captain Americas. I don't think they could have made them good back in the day. Nah. You know what I mean? Even though that first one, we, we talked about that, was not... Not great. They made it up with that second and third one. Yeah, that Winter yeah, Soldier yeah. was hard. And that that Civil War was super hard. Yeah, both Captain America movies um, was hard. The first one was so terrible. with The next two, but it's just like. But it, but it was the origins though. They had to they had to yeah. tell. You know what I'm saying? And they're good. They're good about bouncing back whenever they make a bad one. Like Thor: Dark World. They realized Thor was way too serious. It was way too dark. And man. they just changed his whole outlook, and it's been better ever right, since. Right. You know. And you know what? They they took him back in time. Thor. I wanted to see. Uh, because they never did say what happened to, to him and Natalie Portman's character. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but they couldn't really use her because she had a contract dispute. I mean, she know they fired that um that woman director. So when they fired that woman director, she, she, she pretty able. much um, was oh, like okay. you know as a stand. She so they were asking like they don't even know if that's really her in the movie. It may be a stock it's, clip. It's standing. You know, in, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's probably so, a stand in or something. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, y'all gotta chill out with that, man. Look, I'm all for equality and everything like that. But if you bad at your job, you bad at your job. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Man. So it don't matter if you black, white, you're a woman, transgender. It don't left matter because she wasn't getting paid or something. Well, I mean that, but don't put it on the director just because the woman director got. No, I think the woman director didn't think she was getting. Paid. Well, I can't well, remember that, now that that's yeah. a whole different situation. I think it was a paid thing. They are women are definitely underpaid. Minorities are definitely underpaid. You know, what I'm saying, but you got to be good at your shit, though. You know, what I'm saying, don't be coming here asking me for no, some more money, man. And you suck. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So uh, at the end of the day, what was your favorite scene in the movie? Uh, man, I like the um, man. I, I like the I, I like the Captain America versus Captain America. I think that was dope. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, how you beat yourself? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's tough. And the only way he could do it was say, Bucky's now. You know what I'm saying? Because he's about to get choked yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like when he said, I can do this all day. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then, not only that, bro, you going against a younger yeah. Captain America, which, I mean, I know he aged differently, but he was a spry Captain America where, yeah. like, he still was, had the love for the yeah, game. Yeah, he still had the, he still had the love for the, for the world, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which I think that was one of the hardest scenes in Civil War, though. It's the elevator scene because I'm a huge fan yeah, of, of Frank Grillo. If you don't know who Frank Grillo is, uh, he's he was the captain. Yeah, he played Bone. Uh, yeah, the, uh, no, no, no. He had the black hair. He was the captain of the SWAT team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, he, 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 I can't remember his name. We turned into the his, yeah, his yeah. character. I yeah, can't turned, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But he's in Frank Grillo. He's been in like the Pur. He's been in, like two Purge movies. Uh, he's a he's a he's a good actor and he's he's all about the action. But that was one of my favorite scenes in Civil War. So I was like that they did that again, and then he had to face himself because, like I said, that that Captain America was all about the action boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the time, and that's the that's the that go that brings me to my favorite scene, which is Captain America too, is when he picked up Milner or whatever the uh, Thor's hammer, mm-hmm. and then he went to work and he was working uh, Thor. I mean, he was working Thanos with the hammer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think that scene was so hard. Because I thought that was, I thought it was hard too. It took me back to the Age of Ultron. Where they were sitting around, they was drinking. Yeah, <laughs> and then he he tried to pick up the helmet and it moved. Nobody else could even move it. So so this is the this is why I think it was so interesting because you know then it budged right. Right. Yeah. So everybody think that you know Captain America should have been able to pick it up then right. because you know he's pure at heart. Yeah. But if everybody remembers, if you go back to the first Thor, the reason why Thor couldn't pick it up is not because he was a bad dude. Is because he wasn't quite humble. He had to be humble right, right. in order to pick it up. So that whole adventure of Thor is for him to humble himself. Right. Like Thor was so arrogant because he had never lost. You know what I'm saying? So right, he right. took something from him, he lost, and he got humbled. That's why he was able to pick it up. That made him worthy. Well, if you think about it, like you were just talking about with Captain yeah. America, he was young, he's about that action, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He he wasn't quite mature yet. He may not I mean he may have seemed humble, but he didn't probably think he could ever lose. No, no, no. Yeah, he, yeah, he, you know thought, he was at that level where he had been doing it long enough where he was like, he was starting to feel himself. You yeah, know you mean? know, he was feeling himself. I mean, I'm, I'm Captain America. He had this arrogance about him. That's why the elevator scene kind of showcased his humbleness now yep. because he had lost the Thanos. They shown what Show, it feels yeah. like the loss. So now instead of, I'm going to be smarter, instead of me fighting all these dudes in the elevator, let's do the Hell right, Hydra exactly. and get it. So that right there showed him maturity. So that humility is what enabled him right. to pick up the hand. So basically he had to go through that stuff with Tony and he realized, like, the whole Civil War thing should have so went through. In Civil War, the arrogance yeah. would keep him from getting the hammer because of that arrogance. Exactly, because, yeah, he was like, that never should have went down. And then the whole thing in uh, Iron Man 3 when they fought, it should have yeah. went down. Yeah, so the it was secrets, like, secrets and all that. Like, so he realized, like, he was wrong instead of blaming it all on Tony, that Tony was the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is why he couldn't pick up the hammer in Age of Ultron. Right. But he can pick it up now because of everything he's went through, he's been humbled and realized it. He's not all good, right? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. And that, that that part was funny too, because because Thor was kind of shook when yeah. it moved a little bit. He's like, "Okay, you're not worthy." Yeah. yeah, man. I I did like I liked it, but I didn't like it because like I don't know, man. Like I liked it where Thor. I mean, I like how they introduced the the axe because that was super dope. The axe that Thor had because you know Captain America had the hammer. 
I just wasn't feeling it, you know, because Thor is really a guy, and that that whole guy persona is why he has the hammer and stuff like that. Yeah, but the but that's not how they built it in the movie, though. Well, yeah, I know. The movie I know. is just, you know, Odin speaking to the hammer, basically putting a spell on the hammer, so anybody can pick up the axe. Right. Yeah, true, true. It's just that the hammer has that specific spell on it to say only those that are worthy can right. handle the axe. I mean, the, the hammer. hammer yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just hating, you know you what I'm saying? I'm just hating, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Let's Everybody got to hate every once in a while, man. Let's get in this Game of Thrones. We missed the big battle last week. Right. But now we in two episodes in. You know, Game of Thrones, they just break it up. But it sets up just like um, just like the whole three hours of mm-hmm. Endgame or Infinity Wars. Yeah. You know, you had episode two. Set up episode. It's the build up. You yeah. know, give you all the storyline. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Set everything up. Then episode three, boom, you get into it. All about that action. All the whole thing, all yeah. about that action. The whole hour and a half of action. Yeah. Now, boom, you get into episode four. Well, well, it was a little bit of action with the yeah, dragon. About you know, five minutes. About five know minutes. You know, I wasn't expecting it, though. Yeah, it, it caught, yeah, me. It caught, it caught me, me off the guard because yeah. I wasn't expecting that. But you had episode four, build up, you know, build that up. So, you know, next episode, all about the action, which which is right in line what they do because back, you know, back when they were doing 10 episodes, Episode 9 was the big war. Mm-hmm. And then episode 10 is kind of recapping everything and setting everything up for the next season and ending it. But the war is all... They always have an episode of, like, recap. Okay. The last episode isn't the big war scene with a battle, and that's how they end. It's always right before that. So I like how they set it up. 1 and 2 got all the other shit out of the way. Right, right. Dialogue, clear stuff up. Episode 3 set up the battle. Boom. Night Walkers. Yeah. All episodes. Yeah. Hour and a half. Now this next week you set up the battle with Cersei, then boom! Next week you gonna get all action, all action. Then you are gonna finish it off. Then you got gonna be the recap. Yeah, man, I do like, I do because like when you do it like that, they set up the clarity. You know what I mean? Like there's too many shows that end so badly, bro, that it kind of fucks up the whole show for you. Yeah, because you know you you you've, you've been down the roller coaster, you've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, you know, fall through the battles, you know, lost people and stuff like that, and when they don't end it correctly. You kind of like, man, it's a whole waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because people sleep on they sleep on the dialogue. They sleep on the little bits of conversation right, right. that you kind of need. I yeah. mean, it's cool to just go into all action, all action, but yeah. a show that has so much stuff going on over these last, what, seven seasons, right. you kind of got to clear some stuff up. You got to yeah. address some stuff. And if you don't want to be jumping back and forth all over the place, then just take a whole episode. And that's why I like, I mean, I like Game of Thrones a lot. I really do. But I'm, I'm more in favor of shows like, Sopranos and The Wire just because it's more drama with a little bit of action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you got too much action, people, for they don't pay attention to that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? the drama and the suspense. Yeah, and, yeah. You want the drama, you want suspense because there's little things. Because it's like, bro, I've, I've probably watched uh, The Wire 10 times, probably watched Sopranos about 12 times. And every time I rewatch it, man, there's a little bit thing. There's a little bit thing that I was like, man, I, I didn't, I didn't catch that. You know, I watch the, 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 the first couple it. times, and it's and it's always nice because you know, even though the show is over, you're still building that clarity and being like, if you had questions, because you know, it's it, bro. You can, in some shows, you can look at your phone just to see what time it is and miss something. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. So it's like that's why I like the suspense. More than the action, and if you if you've ever watched Sopranos and The Wire, like there's some episodes where there's some action, but it's it's in between, you know, saying the dialogue, so that way you know what's going on, you know why this person's dying and that person's dying, and when an action is kind of like a surprise and it's you know it's a little delight, you know what I'm saying, but it's not too much where you're gonna get caught up in that and think it's only an action show, you know what I'm saying? Because when people describe Game of Thrones to me at first, like. I was like, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? Because they only told me about the dragons. They only told me about the White Walkers. I'm not feeling that. You know what I'm saying? I like a show with some stuff, substance, 
you know, that got a story that I can get into. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just, you know, see some magical shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So, what did uh, you think of the fight scene, though? I mean, you know what? I, I, I mean, thought not of, the fight scene, uh, episode three, the episode, whole fight. The whole fight. Uh, I didn't like how the uh, uh, Duraki got cleared out so easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they on horses. True, they're but... In the, they're in the winter. They're fighting White Walkers. Man, I get that. But, bro, it was like you built them up to be such a powerful army. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they've been, they've been putting in work. I mean, they haven't really showed it a lot. But from the story, they've been putting in work for a long time. Yeah, but if you, if you, real, if you think about what they've always said is... You see a Dothraki whore running at you, you're mm-hmm. scared. Yeah. Well, you operate off of the fear of men. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you're going against White Walkers, that's, ain't the, got that fear. that's yeah. the symbolization that they were put putting out there is that this is how bad the White Walkers are. Yeah, right. The Dothraki whore went at them and got demolished, you know? But that but then you set up to be like the 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 fifteen people that survived to make them so much harder than they was. You know what I mean? And then like, when they lit the swords on fire, I was like, these about to put in work, boy. They got cut out in like 30 seconds, you know what I'm saying? As it should be. But um, it was a little dark too, man. Some scenes I couldn't see a lot. Yeah, I didn't like like that part of it, but I get it. It was nighttime, you know. You know, it was was winter and, you know, there ain't no electricity, so I I get that part. But overall, man, I was satisfied. However, I did, I thought that, I knew that Arya was going to kill the White Walker. I mean, kill the, the they Night had to King. Be building her up for something. Right, had to build build her up for something. But I I thought that she was going to be in the wheelchair, getting when he came up and then take Bran's face off. That's oh, how, that would have been hard. That would have been hard. That's how, been that's hard. what I thought was going to happen. I was like, because when he walked up all slow, I was like, oh man, she's going to be in that wheelchair, yeah, bro. That you know what I'm saying? Dope. Because if you looked at it when he was walking up, Bran was kind of like hovering down. You really couldn't see his face. So I thought that was gonna be Arya because that would have been like the hardest part ever. Yeah. But I, I I liked how how she got it because she's been doing that move since season three. Yeah. You know what I mean? When she first started training, like oh boy, showed her that move. So that's her signature move. So it was only right for her to get it like that. What about you though? I mean, I don't, I ain't really like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, day, I ain't gonna even lie. You ain't gonna lie. I ain't really like it. I mean, I understand it. I mean, you had to have that. I mean, the playoff. It's just they wanted to incorporate. Too many different elements. Number one, like you said, if I have a Dothraki army, I'm not bringing them to fight the White Walkers. Number one is because you're going to need them at the end of the yeah, day yeah, yeah. to fight um, right. Cersei. Right. So, I mean, I know you need all hands on deck, but that's not where they're, that's not their strength. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I wouldn't even bought them. But even sending them on horses, didn't really like that part. Like you said, they got slaughtered. They got slaughtered, that, yeah. that, that, that strategy didn't even make sense. You right. know what I mean? The whole dragon fight, you could have took that whole dragon fight out. Like, I don't need to see three dragons. Dragons fighting, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was lame. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. I didn't like the dragon fight at all. Then it, and I, I hated even less now that they killed the other dragon. So John can't even ride it against Cersei. Right, right. I would have much rather see John and Daenerys riding the dragons against Cersei as opposed to them fighting the Night King. Yeah, like they should have never gave him the dragons. That took a lot out of yeah, him. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, all that it was kind of like a, a pointless part of the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just to prove a point that we already knew that he was already there. Yeah, like oh, he yeah. can ride a dragon. Well, but we already, been, yeah, we already knew he was the dragon. I mean, we, yeah, we already knew he was well, the Targaryen. He rode the dragon for fun. Yeah, yeah. early. <laughs> yeah, but but what they're saying is, you know, they say that. Only uh, a Targaryen can ride the dragon. So no, what I'm saying is, like the first episode or last season, he yeah. rode it for fun. Yeah, yeah, he did. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? They just rode it to just ride it for fun. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, so and then like when when the dragon let him, you know, touch his nozzle yeah. or whatever. So we already knew that. So this whole that whole part in episode two where they was riding dragons to the waterfall and all that, like that was pointless. You know, and what then I mean? Arya. 
Where where she come from? She jumped. She got a seventy five five inch vertical. <laughs> you know where she jumped from? The yeah. generals are just standing there chilling. Right. Why is the generals just chilling? Even though he cold, he catch him. I mean, right. you ain't gonna give him a heads up. She coming or right, nothing. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I get, I get I, that point. I ain't like nothing. Yeah, because I would I would much rather her what they should have did instead of having like Theon and uh, Theon Greyjoy and all them shooting arrows. They should have had Theon and Arya in there doing work. You know, with that, with his army, yeah. seeing his army fall, and then when you know, and then like putting Arya down, maybe thinking that she's dead or her disappearing or something like that, and either her getting up and, and getting him or being in the wheelchair and getting him. I feel like the arrow thing it was just too. You know, you ain't gonna kill them. as many White Walkers as it is. Like if they were to charge, you would have been done. And that slow walk with the music that was, <laughs> yeah, that was trash. Now the uh, the little and then John. John fighting the other dragon. He's just going to stand there. And if John can ride a dragon, why can fire burn him? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know. Can, can fire burn him, though? Yeah, he's never... been burnt. I've been, uh, yeah, it was one of those episodes he got burnt by fire. I think he was in the Night's Watch or something. Maybe they didn't know then. But he can get burnt by fire. Maybe because he's a bastard. He's not a bastard. Well, no, he's not a bastard. But maybe because he's only half Targaryen. How can he ride a dragon? I don't, but he's half Targaryen. Maybe that half worked. Man. Yeah, <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> hey, bro, just gotta tell you, man. Nah, man, I ain't, I ain't like it. But I mean, I think I'm hoping the other battle with Cersei would be better. But yeah. I ain't like it, man. It was a lot. I, of think, I honestly think that they that the White Walkers, as the sun was coming up, mm-hmm. that's when they should have start seeing them. You know what I'm saying? Like they should have had they should have had either John or Khaleesi just kind of riding the dragon through uh, through the draw. To see where they at, and then as you know, they you know she's so hot she can't see him or whatever. And then when that then when that sunlight came up, boom, you just see him charging through. And that would have been so much better because it's like, bro, as a strategy is done. Why are you gonna send the Dothraki in? Won't you in the no, dragon? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying like that's what I'm saying. Like fly, I'm just saying don't send the Dothraki in. I'm just saying like have her just just surveil you know surveilling the the draw to see where they at. You know what I mean because. They said they would be here by morning, but the morning never came. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it should have been morning when well, they think, seen them coming up. Because well, I think it is morning. I don't think. Well, nah, because in other episodes or something. Well, no, I think I think that's what they were saying is that uh, when winter comes, it's it's him. So it doesn't get light. Well, no. I, oh, okay. I get you. I you get know, so you. it might have been morning, but it's still dark, dark because yeah. the closer he gets, that's what they were scared of. He's going to bring eternal darkness. Then when you kill him, that's when the sun comes. Well, how come that didn't happen when in the episode, I mean, in season seven, when they went to go find the White Walker? Listen, man. Look, bro, they were stuck on that, they were stuck on that rock. Bro, they fought the White Walkers. They fought the White Walkers in the north at that village, and it was sunny outside. <laughs> yeah, they did. Because they sat on the mountain and watched They sat on the mountain and watched them. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So there's some holes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. And then I didn't see the Starbucks cup, but I, yeah. I heard everybody on that, though. I didn't, So I just I missed that. So whatever production assistant did that, fire his ass. Man, they said that was the longest shoot ever. I mean, probably, I mean it was, man. It was because, like, you know, me being on uh, True Detective, man, I, I realized, bro, like, I got a whole new respect for actors, man, because it's like, it ain't no nine to five type of gig, bro. Yeah, like, out there. like you out there, like you out there from when the sun go up to the sun go down. And if it's a nice shoot, you there until it's done. Like, so you could be, you could really film from like eight in the morning. Cause like when we got there, we had to be there at six thirty. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so six a.m. to change into our wardrobe. They fed us breakfast and everything like that. But we had to be on set by like seven forty-five. All right, the 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 actors didn't even show up until like nine. But just getting the set set up, 
running through like they had they had extras in there running through like the actors lines mm-hmm. to see where they need to set the cameras up and everything like that and then even the actors may it be I tell you what it's more of the actors perfecting themselves than the director is because I seen a couple of times where the, the director was like oh man I think it was a good shot actor was like nah man I want to do it again I didn't like I didn't like how I said this I didn't like how I did that so it's like I got a whole new respect for them bro like just the whole setup you know what I'm saying I was out there myself personally for 12 hours you know what I'm saying? And then when we left, they still were shooting more stuff. So they was probably out there for, you know, until, until 10, 11 o'clock. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Fuck them. They get millions. No, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, you still got to respect yeah. it though, man, because if you making millions and you like, and the director's like, oh man, we got it. Yeah, you yeah. could have been like, bro, I'm straight then. We cool. The director's trying to get out of there. No, nah, bro. He's like, hey, bro, fuck where you got to go, man. I didn't like how I said shenanigans. So we gotta do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm for real. I, I literally heard an actor say, Nah, bro. I didn't like how I said that last phrase. We got so they did the whole scene, not just shoot that phrase. Yeah. They did the whole scene yeah, again. Always. And the thing about the extras, they want the extras there, so it's an authentic feel. So yeah. it's like even though like they're running it five or six times, the extras are there the whole five or six times. It's not just like the extras are there. We got to shoot and let's reshoot it a couple of times without the extras. Like nah, like we got to stand there until they done. And then once the extras are no longer needed then they might go over and do some other stuff where it's just them. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, it's crazy, bro. But it's it's, uh, it's interesting how they got everything set up. But. Well, you, yeah. you excited about this next episode? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited about the next episode. I thought, um, man, Cersei, man, she's she getting out of control. And uh, I don't know if, um, I'm, I'm curious to see how the how old Greyjoy going to take it that she was already pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Because she tried to play like he got her pregnant. Yeah. And then when, uh, then when uh, what's what's the imp's name? Oh, uh, Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion. 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 Yeah, when Tyrion came up and and said the whole thing about the baby and stuff, like he was kinda, looking like, how you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and she, and she and even Cersei looked kind of shook. Yeah. So we gonna see if he really gonna fight and for and Jamie coming back. Yeah, but man, Jamie weak, bro. Hey, Jamie got the hand when it comes to Cersei though. He weak though. He no, weak. I don't even think he got the hand when it comes to Cersei, bro. Because and if he do, he can take great joy though. He, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, he, he, he weak, but the only reason why she let him do what he do is because she let him do it. Whenever she want that shit to cut out, she gonna be like, nah, bro. Well, I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think Jamie, I think Jamie gonna come. You know what I'm saying? I always said, man, I think Jamie gonna kill Cersei. You think so? I think they've been building it up, man. Oh, they, no, everybody man. think that uh, that he's coming back for love. Cause he loves her, and you know he's leaving. And then, then you look at the speech that he just gave to Brienne or whatever, mm-hmm. and everybody's thinking, "Ah, he loved her. We're both monsters. We're both hateful. Whatever." Yeah. I think he's gonna kill. He's a kingslayer. He is he's a kingslayer. King I think. I think he's gonna be just like Arya. They set up Arya if he wanted to kill um, the king, the um, Night King. Yeah. I don't think Danny's gonna be wanting to kill Cersei. I think it's gonna be Jaime. I don't. I think Danny's gonna get killed her damn self, to be honest, man. Cause she she just proved. That she won't rule with John. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm saying. On my nerves, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it's she, and I get it. You know what I'm saying because this is something that she is. She has started from the ground up, had nothing. She built all this. I get it. And right before you about to get your prize, uh, you know, John come in and say he a Targaryen. Like I get it. You know what I'm saying. They gonna kill Varys. But huh? They gonna kill Varys. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. The beginning of the next episode, they're going to kill Varys. Yeah, they, go, they got to. They got to. <laughs> but um, what I'm saying is, is like, she could have easily been like, 
let's just roll together. You know, you can still bend the knee, but let's let's we'll call you king just because you know the I mean, people that's want the funny it. Funny part is that that would end the whole thing. That'd end the whole thing. Why but do she, you need to be the only one? But she don't want that. She want him to be the warden of the north. You know what I mean? Because this, this, this is what she want. She want she want John to lay up, but she wanted to be the warden of the north. You know what I'm saying? To take care of the north because that would please the people. But she still she wants to throw on her own. She wants to make all the decisions, right? Like, and she didn't start out that way. She just got power hungry. Yeah, like, she got, well, you know when 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 you got three dragons, man, and you can ruin a city if you want to. She got one now. Yeah, she got one. Now, she got man. she got one now. And I don't even know realistically with that one with that new weapon they got. She, yeah, he couldn't even make it over the walls. Well, it, I don't know. Like they only got them. They only got what five across the top. So I don't know. They got five across the top and, and one on uh, every ship. Well, yeah, but they, but once they on land, they don't need the ships. But I mean, where the dragons are, they so it's either you only got a choice if so coming into the city, you dodge that, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then the fight inside the city, you don't have to kill all those people. But yeah, but if you if you if you're marching on land, they're not going to be worried about where the dragon is. They don't. They're going to try to. They they try I mean, to they, get the they try to kill both of the dragons. I'm as saying they were you coming. come you come into King's Landings from the water though. That's why when they attacked it that one time with yeah, yeah. Uh, Stannis. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They that's come right. in from the water. From the that's water, where right. that's where they're that wall. That's why they brought all the people in there because you have to come in. Was from it? That well, wall. then where were they at when the Unsullied was on the and they killed? Uh, they were Sunday. They were in front of the water. That's where they came in. The ship yeah, but so that's what I'm saying. So they're already there now. So like they don't have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? As long as because what they because what they're thinking no, they're, is they're selling back though. They didn't have all the army. Oh yeah, that's that's right. That's right. That's they're right. gonna sell back and then talk I, about what it. What I was gonna say is if they see Danny, they're not worried about where the dragon is, but they yeah. should be because all she gotta say is Takaris and it's gonna burn up. Yeah, I and I thought when old girl said Takaris, I thought that mother was about to come through, boy. Yeah, he he should have. Yeah. But then, but then again, like I said, if he jump up there, then they got the arrows. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but if you get caught by surprise by the fire though, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, like it. I, th- I think that they should have did that and got a couple of the people that they didn't want to get down there. You know what I'm saying? So that way, it would have kind of been a uh, a rift between the people like, oh, is she better than Cersei or she worse yeah. than Cersei? You know what I mean? But I, it, was, it was sad to see her go, though, Miss Sunday. All right, man. That's it, man. You got anything else? Nah, bro. That's it. I will right, we'll see what happens on the rest of Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. We'll catch y'all next week, bro. Peace. Later.